Hey, if you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash theameliafortes. What's up, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. You are listening to Courageous Self-Love. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and I am really excited. Today's episode is Self-Love and Cannabis. And I have with me two very special guests. They are the hosts of Higher Learning, the podcast that talks about how cannabis and spirituality intersect. And we've got Will and Francis, aka Ace Lab, on the line right now. Say hey. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, girl. This is really cool because, like, AO technology, I'm in Orange County. Southern California. Francis is in Los Angeles and Will is in Vietnam. So we've got like yeah, yeah. three cities, two time zones coming to you hot on the mic. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, I just want to talk about like where I'm at. So when I came up with like the different kind of episodes that I wanted to do, it really just came as like a download. Like I was just sitting there and the pen was just writing itself and self-love and cannabis was one of the episodes, which to be honest, was a little conflicting for me, you know, and uh, Will and Francis, you both know, I have a, I have a conflicted relationship with plant medicine. <laughs> and so I was like, I definitely have to have y'all on here to like help me out with this conversation but I knew that it was important and it's important to me and then maybe we'll find out throughout the course of this episode what do y'all think we're here to change your mind girl I'm just okay. <laughs> well I mean you know he, like I, the reason why it's conflicted and I think it's just social conditioning you know all my life I grew up like like drugs are bad or these like there's certain things that are bad and then putting people who partake in certain activities in a box and, but like my intellectual mind knows that that's not true. But then I also like dated a bunch of dudes that were like way too addicted to it. So that also kind of traumatized me a little bit further. And, um, but then moving to California, like there's a whole different relationship with plant medicine and all kinds of things out here. So I started to have a newer relationship with it, but I'm like still conflicted. So let's just have like an open conversation about this. What is cannabis? Why is it important to you? And why is it important to people? Well, for me, I really see it as a socioeconomic issue. It's a racial issue. Like you said, it, I think your viewpoint of it really came from what the propaganda was started decades ago in the 1930s, right? They called it reefer madness, right? And it was this anti-marijuana campaign that started this panic, which lasted till this day. So a lot of it, and if you, you look at what, what the history behind it, a lot of it was really tied to, you know, they made these ads, PSAs, uh, posters that would associate weed as something that only people of lower class use, which were, you know, black and brown people. And so that in itself, you know, 
to this day, you can see sort of like how that affects people, you know, and how that's viewed. And part of us doing this podcast is really to sort of educate people about the plant and its health benefits, right? Before it became this anti-drug, anti-marijuana campaign, because there are a lot of there are a lot of health benefits that come with cannabis. It is a it is a really great plan. You can make cannabis into plastic that's biodegradable. You can make oil. Um, you can make gasoline for it. You know, it, you can. It's um, it's there's a lot of uses for it. But I think what's happening is that it has been muddled and um, and has became it over decades made into this drug that you know is viewed as something that's bad for you. And like anything, it really is, it really comes down to moderation. Um, I think now with the advent of CBD, you know, I was easy, it was easier for me to convince my parents that you don't have to get high to, to take cannabis. You know, you mm-hmm. can use the health benefits of it, which is CBD. And for someone like my mom, who was like, oh, I don't wanna get high, you know, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well try the CBD. Try it for your, you know, anxiety and tell me how you feel. So now that's a great conversation because I've opened that up to them and they're a little more willing to try it because then there's that, the other part is taken out, right? THC, right? The psychoactive ingredients that they sort of maybe grew up learning that that was bad for you. Yeah. Um, so for us, part of our mission really is to change people's mind. And we're not trying to make you weed heads, you know, we're not trying to make you hot heads. Like, <laughs> right. you know, we're here to talk about... Oh, darn, that's not what this is for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're really here to talk about like, hey, this is a, a sacred plant. You know, this is a plant that can do good for the world, essentially, if used properly, you know, if, if um, we just change our minds about it and embrace it for these health benefits and right. um, what we can do for, what it, what it can do for the planet, right? Um, imagine like having plastic made of hemp, I mean, cannabis and it being biodegradable, like our world is overrun by plastic that will outlast our lives. You know what I mean? So imagine if we did that back in the day, imagine if if marijuana was more embraced, right? If it was used for making paper, right? Because you can make paper out of it. You can Mm -hmm. make clothes out of it. You know, like I said, you can make all these things out of that one plant, right? That really nowadays has been really just, you know, being seen as a, as an evil thing. And it's, it's an, it's unfortunate. So. Yeah. It's so, it's so crazy too, because it's like, I, like I, it's like my mind, my intellectual, like I know all of that. And it's, it's just, it just really goes to show how like when like the, whoever is in power, like over the media and over all these things, they can really um, craft the messages in a way that really affects the general public because even for me like i like i know all of what you're saying is true and there's mm-hmm. such a there's such a like a, a hook into like the old messaging mm-hmm. and i i'm sure that that's why like i got the download that this is an episode i want to do and i'm sure that that's one of the many reasons you're both in my life and you know you've been doing your podcast for a while now too and it really did help open me up as well. And it just goes to show like even like 
not to make this a social justice episode, which, you know, but like, <laughs> like even with racism and sexism and misogyny and like a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't exist because slavery is over. Oh, that doesn't exist because women can vote now. It's mm -hmm. like, just because these things are changing, it doesn't like, there's still like hooks into the old way, like energetically. And mm -hmm. it's up to like, you know, people like you and Will and to like help society like start to unhook. And like, just because certain things are changing, it doesn't mean that energetically and in our hearts and in our souls, we're not yet like detached from that old way that doesn't work anymore. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, the work is still there. There's so much work we need to do, but at least there's a lot of progress happening now. Yeah. But I mean, I'm with you though, Amelia. When I first started out, I was kind of anti-cannabis, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, mm -hmm. it's my cousin's were the one who got me to try it because I was just like you I was like no nah, that's illegal I ain't fucking with that even though I was yeah, like what yeah. 16 I was drinking alcohol yeah you know what I'm saying but like I'd rather drink than smoke but it wasn't until I got into its benefits you know where I started it changed my perspective you know like um I don't have to be a pothead just because I smoke you know like I don't have to be all these things that are portrayed in the media mm -hmm. it is a different um relationship with me you know and for anybody else out there like some people actually really need it like francis said like there are people out there that are really sick that this plant this magical plant can really help them and actually save their lives you know we had a, a guest on our show his name is taylor mears and he had epilepsy and what he found that worked for him was cbd and he was a big you know smoker originally but when he found cbd that was one thing where he could take every day that could keep his seizures in check you know like he can actually live a life now and yeah be healthy and be happy and you know go about his day but it goes back to what francis said too about the propaganda it's like it's still happening you know like there's still this disproportionate amount of people that are in jail incarcerated oh, yeah. because of, you know having a little bit of ounce on them and then i mean luckily now that things are changing you know there's new laws like in new york city they're trying to like decrim decriminalize what happened before and they're not trying to like you know stop and frisk I guess people now mm -hmm. um, and remove their those things on the records like on their uh, so they can get a job and they can actually provide for their family and like you know get back into a daily life but there's a lot of work I mean but that's still a heavy lifting you know it's like yeah, yeah. there would yeah. still be yeah. a lot of work to do there and it that's the part too that like breaks my heart when I when I think about yeah. that and um, I'm well I'm also glad you brought up like alcohol because I it's like it's crazy how our society has normalized alcoholism mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like that ain't no thing like people talk about getting like shit faced five days a week and like no one bats an eyelash it's so normalized we're like oh Girl, to look at it three mm -hmm. times you know like, and it's just like yeah like to look at it this way there is like what alcohol awareness programs right mm -hmm. but i don't think there's a weed awareness like i don't think there's like a mm -hmm. aa for you know, weed. Like, I don't think that exists because it's not like that. You know, it's a, it's just how you use it and your intention and what it's used for. Like, it's just two different things. And so it's just crazy exactly what you said about how yeah. alcohol Actually, is like, you there's, know. there's, um, MA, Marijuana Anonymous. There is mm. a anonymous for marijuana, but there is no. But who's behind it? Yeah. And, and there's no there is no weed awareness or whatever, like classes that you, <laughs> that you have to take in college. So it is very yeah. unregulated still to this day. I mean, it's getting more and more regulated as more places are legalizing it. To yeah. kind of circle back on what you said, Amelia, I think the 
dissemination of information back in the day was really controlled by people of power, right? And so, you know, people saw that what they, their intentions behind why they want to legalize it were really not always um, to the people's best interest. You know, it was for, to kind of serve their best interest, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you Absolutely. know, so that's in part why you, you know, they believe that, you know, and um, there's a very interesting history behind it. There's a guy named Harry Anslinger who was, I think he was in charge of like the, one of the first uh, Bureau of Narcotics and his goal was to sort of like really, he started this anti-marijuana propaganda war, right? And a lot of the things that he did was um, really tie the marijuana with, like like I said, the the strong racial undertones, right? And so he was saying like, we was leading, you know, um, jazz musicians, for example, right? Because they're known to smoke and they're mostly black. So it was like, oh, they make devil's music, right? And mm-hmm. he even turned the name cannabis, right? He started, started using the term marijuana, which is a Spanish word, right? Mm-hmm. And he used that to sort of link drugs and his uses to Latinos. So there is a very strong like racial undertone behind this. And, um, you know, and I think nowadays it's so easy to sort of disseminate information. Anyone can go online and post something yep. fake news and go viral. But I think the hard part of, the, of, it, of it now is to kind of, like I said, you know, I've always say, like, do your research, you know, question everything, you know, you, you don't always have to take everything at face value. I don't always look at someone's social media. But it's crazy how they took that term mm-hmm. and they, like, flipped it on us, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Absolutely. in the Mexican Revolution, they actually called it mediguana. And then that guy, the Anslinger guy that France is talking about, they switched it and turned it around and called it marijuana and did that the whole, like, taxation act on marijuana and then flipped it around, you know, they, they, they took that term and made it into like this evil thing, which is it's not even that, right. you know? And, and yeah. but then, you know, which is like interesting, you know, well, problem. to your point, well, like we had a guest who like didn't want to use that word, you know, because it, it was tied yeah. to something yeah. bad. But then I was like, wait, in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm going to take that back because it's not a bad word. They made it bad. You know, they made yeah. it bad. Yeah. Like they, they put, you know, they put a, a really negative um, intention behind that word when it was really not for that usage and so like you know we Yo, let's call it mediguana <laughs> exactly <laughs> take it back right <laughs> but you know for, <laughs> for us though it's like how is it tied to spirituality and a lot of it is really like like you know you talked about downloading information and that sort of happened to me too uh amelia so like when will and i were thinking about our idea to come up with this podcast you know we knew we wanted to kind of create something together because Every time we got high, we would kiki and talk shit and it would always be fun mm-hmm. for us. You know, it was always like a great way for us to kind of just talk and we would go on tangents and just keep talking mm-hmm. until one day we were like, but it was like elevated this. shit. Yeah, but we <laughs> yeah. were just like, let's just record this. You know? And so um, yeah. we didn't really know what content it was. We didn't know where to do it. So like just meditating on it, you know, one day I was just meditating while high. I smoked up and then meditated <laughs> and... And, and to another dimension. I went to another dimension, <laughs> not going to lie. Something about it was just like, wait, weed has been used as a spiritual tool before. I'm not the first one to do this. Mm-hmm. And it was something about the, the idea of surrounding ourselves with a group of people that essentially what we call our tribe, that, will, that we can lift each other up through this, right? And so I did my reading, I did my tarot reading. And interesting enough, there was this card that said, you know, you will find your tribe and in that tribe, you will lift each other up. 
And I was like, this is it, you know? So I called Will and I'm like, I got it. I got the idea. And he was like, <laughs> yes, so down. Because interestingly enough, yeah. you know, he was going through his own spiritual awakening. I think we all were going through that same spiritual awakening. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, yeah. By the way, true, yeah. for those of you listening, I was on season one of, of Higher mm-hmm. Learning. So mm-hmm. episode seven. Episode seven. Oh, and yeah. we was like, yeah, we were like, we had like the same spiritual awakening or like the same time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, Will was going through a spiritual awakening. Francis, you had your download and your transmission and it was mm-hmm. like, let's do this yo LA was such a transformative place right like I feel like it is it's a different energy there yeah and just even more background for those of you listening the three of us met in New York like over a decade ago at this point I think yeah like can you um, imagine just partying girl that's what we were doing back then (laughs) I, I have all this conflict with like cannabis or whatever but like i was drinking like a fish back in the day <laughs> yeah we sure was we yeah like weekend. it was Black so funny because shit. yeah like we hung out like all the time and mm-hmm. but then we meet up for the first time in southern california to do episode seven of higher learning <laughs> and right. we're like talking about spirituality and all this like, <laughs> self-love i know and self-love like meditating and, like, following <laughs> meditating dreams. beforehand like that's so funny yeah <laughs> But like it, it really does. Like the moving, I think moving in general will change a person. I always mm-hmm. tell people you need to live yeah. somewhere else other than where you grew up at least once. Like you know, at just to, to see who you really are. Like in a like in another yeah. element. But definitely, yeah, coming coming to LA and Southern California, it's a different vibe. People have a different energy, a different openness. I mean, of course, there's the, the super superficial parts of it, but Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really mess with that part too much. Yeah, that's not a tribe. That's not a yeah. tribe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but finding like the <laughs> spiritual part is just really, really good. And I know you have a lot of amazing guests, but just off the top of your head, like what are some of the most memorable guests you've had, and how has that? Just to take this, like, take this topic a little bit deeper, you know, in terms of like not taking Life-changing. away the misconception of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And talking about spirituality and all of that, what were some conversations you had with guests, like the top two or three that really like opened up a new door for y'all? And then Ooh. that can also open up a door for our listeners today. Oh, for me though, I have to say it's the one that we had on episode 30, you know, the, our third episode for season three, mm-hmm. 28. Uh, we had this uh, girl named Jean Andrada on there. And me and Francis were ugly crying during the episode. Like, <laughs> during straight the episode? Up. We were, yeah. yeah, it was so... Yeah, it just touched us, like, her story, what she's been through. Yeah. Um, but thanks to her, like, she... It just changed the course of what I'm going to do in the next two months because of that episode. So that oh, was wow. one big one that I, mm-hmm. that I really appreciated, yeah. yeah. How about you, Francis? I think my top three would have to be that, definitely, because it was very emotional. Um, you know, one we have coming up with um, Herbalaria, Lynn Pacificar, which, so this is funny enough, they're mm. both sort of strong Filipina women. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Dean and um, um, Lynn show she's a sort of what you would call a manghilot, which is a spiritual healer, right? Mm. And, you know, she uses cannabis. Um, she sells them as part of her a line of products but she also um really wait i know who that is 
Do you? Shut up. Wait, because yeah. I think Herbalaria, yeah. she, she did a healing for me. I was um, Miss Philippines back in 2017 for um, this woman of achievement. Ah. And so I went to the, I forget which festival it was now, yeah. but one of my friends organized a festival. So I like was in the jeepney riding and waving at the people. Oh, and she was there and she did a thing for me. Yeah, yeah she had amazing. like the, oh yeah. Okay, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. I know her. Yeah. Like, what? That's amazing. I, yeah. I was like, I've been meaning to like reach out to her. Oh my God, you should, you should interview her. She is like a wealth of knowledge in terms she of like, yeah. you know, culture and, you and know, I love it. history. Like, history. Know witchcraft is witchcraft, like, witchcraft, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so I'm big not as that. familiar with it, you know. Oh girl, she, yeah, we can talk for days about She'll drop a lot yeah, yeah. of knowledge. Yeah, she was amazing. And I think, you know, the episode with Taylor, because it was for the first time we kind of, we've always heard about those you know, people using CBD or cannabis to kind of help heal whatever ailments they have. And for mm -hmm. the first time, we, we could put a, a story behind that, that, a face behind that story. And he, you know, he was telling us like six months ago, he was on the verge of pretty much thinking that he was going to die, you know, because his epilepsy has gotten so worse mm -hmm. um, that it was happening constantly. And he was, you know, down to 90 pounds. And when he discovered CDB, CBD six months later, you know, he's put on weight, he's going to the gym, he's living his life. And that, to me was like this is why we need people to sort of really champion this this plant for what it is you know it's saving people's lives essentially at the end of the day so in a safe way too in a safe way yeah you know it's yeah. not yeah because he was talking about yeah how some of the epilepsy pills that he was given were giving him some really bad side effects you know it was making mm -hmm. his you know health worse and so with that just finding out, discovering that CBD worked for him was a life changer for him. So, yeah. 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 So that was another episode. You have the, um, the episode 28, season three, and then the episode with Herbalaria. Next, and then next week. Yeah, it's coming out next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Next what, week what is Herbalaria. Do you episode, know? That was 20, the 30. She's 30. Yeah. 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 And a bonus one, if a bonus one, um, if y'all want to listen to another one of our episodes, is the one with Casey about um, about shoot, what was the title of that uh, one? Francis? Conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. Oh, I remember that. You that shit. Go ahead, tell, tell yeah. me more about that. Yeah. So Casey is a mutual friend um, of ours, and he's like a he has a PhD in psychology, doctor. I believe, Francis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a doc. He has a doctor's degree in uh, conflict resolution, actually. A conflict resolution. Yeah, that's what he, he just have a doctorate in that. Yeah, um, it, his focus, his PhD focus was in conflict resolution. He works with gangs, um, gang folk, former gang members. Um, wow. Yeah, and sort of he did this whole that his whole PhD was based behind like, um, you know, what happens when you know there's that conflict and and he yeah so he's a, he was a wealth of knowledge when it came to that. Um, episode actually. But he taught us how to do some active listening, the different types of listening, you know, yeah. reactive, active, like just a lot of like soft skills that we would need in just everyday life. And yeah. it's really a game changer because now it makes you think twice on how you are responding exactly. to people, how to read <laughs> body language and all that stuff. So yeah. it's really good. Yeah. That's exactly. a good episode. It's yeah. And I think um what it boils down to, what I got from that was like what he said was very poignant when he said, you know, a lot of the conflict happens when both sides aren't being seen. And at the end of Absolutely. the day, we all, we all just want to be seen and heard. Absolutely. And so, Amen. you know, we all have our idea of what that person is trying to say, but really it's our view of what this person is trying to tell us, but we're not really 
seeing them. We're not really listening to them. And once you acknowledge it, and I've tried that, you know, when you're in a conflict, once you acknowledge what they're saying, just say like, I hear you, you know, just saying that I hear you, but this it is takes how it I down. feel. It kind of just brings it yeah. down. Like, Oh, he's listening. And you just, you know, you really mean it, right? Like, you really do. Yeah, just you can't just be like, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. you know, I like, hear you. Like, but really mean Like, it. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's my turn to talk. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you brought that up, actually. And because that's um, a big thing in the coaching and the healing world, which is the world mm. that I'm in. And um, I think the reason why a lot of people are can be turned off by like coaching and healing is because they've probably had some bad experiences where the coach, the healer, the practitioner, the therapist wasn't really listening in a way Mm -hmm. that made them feel seen and heard and loved. And um, whether consciously or not, like I feel like there's a reason why people, yeah, you know, like, and a lot of coaches out there will tell you things and be like, well, if you want success in this area, you need to do it my way and you need to do mm-hmm. these steps. Yeah, but that's yeah. not true. Mm-hmm. Like everyone yeah. has their own path. Exactly. And so, yeah. Um, Amen. yeah. That's so true. I mean, it took me, what, three times to find the right therapist for me. So it does take trial and error. It's like dating. Oh, yeah, it it's is. Totally like dating. Yeah, absolutely. With that is like a lot of, you know, coaches or therapists or whatever, they have such a strong viewpoint of what is good for you that you know they kind of push it like you said oh you have to do it like this way but and that can turn people off that turns me off you know and i'm like that turns me off yeah that's why i had to it like, turns me on <laughs> <laughs> but you know when you when you hear these speakers right and you and, and you know sometimes people are inspired by that then i'm just like well girl like that's not for everybody yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. sometimes it's like these male cis white you know, white, yep. yeah, yeah, and I'm just, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't relate to you. I'm sorry, that's not my life. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so glad you're you're bringing that up, and that's I think why. Um, that's not how I like to do it because, like, I I specialize in creating a really safe space for like your truth and your inner wisdom and your your intuition to come out and heighten, mm-hmm. and like together mm-hmm. we co-create the response or like the solution and that that works like wonders and for me like I've worked with coaches who don't do that or healers even like coaches healers anyone who don't do that and then when I work with those who have who can create this safe space and it really requires that active listening that you're all mentioning Mm -hmm. which actually brings us back full circle to the purpose of this episode because something deep in my spirit knows that like I get to change this like like intellectually I'm there, like I get it. I know that like the propaganda was wrong. I know that there was lots of racial undertones. Like I know all of this, but like I'm still so stuck on the old messaging mm-hmm. and I, I'm aware of it, you know? And they, they say that once you're aware of it, that's a good sign because that means it's ready to change. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I've been changing it over time. And so I was just like, I know, let, let me bring people who have gone through this process and who talk about this all the time, you know, like, like you both do on your podcast mm-hmm. and people who like, I trust and know that like, I know can, we, we can create a safe space for each other to just have an open, honest conversation about it. Yeah. So thank you for being here to do that. And 
I, I do want to talk about though the others because of course I do believe it is a sacred plant. There's so many health benefits. More and more people are learning that. But I want to talk about what happens when it does go too far mm. and what's what mm. your take is on that of like how do we know if it's going too far and what are some things we can like keep in mind to just make sure that we're staying on the healthy side of it mm. versus not. I think it's all about intention and it's all about what you're, what do you need it for? You know, like, why do you even want to use it on? I think it stems from that. And if you need it for health benefits, definitely do your research um, and figure out what's the best path to, like for you. And we had an episode about how we talked about healing with cannabis and the different ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. But it's really comes down to, yeah, what do you need it for? And yeah. knowing your tolerance and not self-diagnosing yourself so much. Like if you really need it for medical purposes, like go to a medicinal doctor that can help you start microdosing or, you know, like right. slowly introduce it into your life and see how it's going to help you in like little forms. And then you can like see what works for you. But if you're using it just to do recreational, that's fine too. You know, there's nothing against it, but just know what you're getting into. Right. Um, some people say that they freak out and they have paranoid attacks, like panic attacks because of marijuana. Too much. <laughs> they did too much. Yeah. They went beyond their threshold. Like not everybody's body is going to, you know, react to it the same way. So just I'm so glad you mentioned that too. Cause like, I remember, I think it was because like the first time or two times that I've tried it because I was like, okay, it's not a bad thing. Like my friends were just like, yeah, it's a plant, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay. And I finally tried it. I actually was like 25. So like I waited a long time and I, no one told me about like, just take one, like, you know? And so I just yeah. like, how, why do people like this? I don't understand. But then another friend was just kind of like oh girl you got too high like you went too far he's like no, I'll, I'll help you out like I, like I'm like just just do one just do one and then wait and then see what happens and then it's you know like moderate yeah and it's funny because with yes. alcohol, speaking of alcohol awareness I used to teach in the colleges and universities alcohol awareness and I would say the same exact thing moderate I would say have one drink and then drink a glass of water and then wait mm-hmm. and then see like ride the buzz. Right. And yeah. then if you want more, then then have another drink, but like maybe an hour later or like two hours later and ride the buzz. Yeah. Like you don't need to be like taking 10 shots, right. like right at the beginning of the party, um, which is yeah. what the three of us used to probably do, but like, you know, <laughs> you just yeah. moderate. And so when I actually smoked with him, it was like the first good high that I actually had. And I was just like, oh. This is how it's yeah. supposed to be. I can eat it. You know what? We actually use it before we meditate. So if you were, if when Will's back in town, we can use it as a spiritual tool. Well, we, you know, do one mm-hmm. or two fifths. We meditate. And then we download information or whatever. And then we share experience. You know, we started using that as a way. I like to kind of, that. Yeah. So is it like, is the purpose of it well, let me not try to guess. What would so? What would be the purpose of doing that instead of just meditating together and then sharing? Or like, why add that part in? A lot of times, what happens is people really have a hard time quieting their minds and getting to that point of, um, you know, a, a flow, the flow, right? That flow state we talked about when you're in meditation. And what it does for me, at least, is kind of just gets me there. Um, when that, when there's too much clutter in my head, you know, sometimes when you're meditating, it's just hard for you to quiet your mind sometimes, even though you've done it so many times. But when you're stressed out, and I know I have to do it, I know, I know my practice is, you know, when I'm feeling a little off center, 
I'm like, ah, I got to do this because I need to meditate or sometimes I can't quiet my mind because I have too much things going on. So I, you know, do one or two hits, breathe, meditate, and then like, you know, and I get what I need from it. Right. So oftentimes that's always been sort of my thing. Now doesn't mean you can't meditate without it. I've done it a couple of times without, you know, weed, but I don't always do it. But my experience has always been that it sort of adds another level. It kind of takes Mm -hmm. you to a different state of mind that sometimes you normally can't get there um, on your own. It helps you. I would say it, for us, it's a, it's a vehicle. You know, it helps us get there, but it doesn't right. mean you get there on your own. You know, with practice, you can. But oftentimes, you know, we're human, right? Our brain takes over. Our monkey brain takes over. And it's just, it's hard to quiet that part of, our, of ourselves. So for us, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a way to kind of just get there. Yeah. And you don't have to do THC with it, you know, like yeah. we do with we do CBD, CBD sometimes. Yeah. It's just really about resetting your body and getting yeah. back into like a balanced state. Because we have, so another yeah. episode that we had, I keep plugging in our, our, um, no, our yeah, show. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but we had this, um, this guest on, her name is Veronica Kelly. Mm-hmm. And she's a, like a CBD enthusiast. And she's the one who taught us about the endocannabinoid system mm-hmm. that we all have in our bodies. Like it's built in our bodies already. Yeah. And what it does is that when you have CBD in you, it doesn't have to be THC or sativa, but that, that compound of cannabinoids that are in your body. And when, once you intake CBD, it reacts to it and it resets your body from like fight or flight to just a chill state basis. of mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what state. really helps us yeah. um, get to that, that level of just calm, yeah. calmness. And There's a lot emotion. in our bodies. There's CBD receptors in our bodies. There's a lot. Women have more CBD receptors than, we, than men. It's, yeah. it's mostly concentrated. <laughs> in your in your fertile area you know your uterus it's, it's a lot there so um so do i need to <laughs> well girl you made I mean, it like, self-love down oh my god there. do they have cbd um dildos <laughs> they should, they should. Shit. you know what dildos. You that, girl. i know they have crystal dildos you know well you know um Whoopi goldberg has um a line of CBD products meant for women's menstrual cycle. So the pains that you have, it's called, I think, Whoopi and Maya. Mm, yeah. She has this all, like, you know, oil, bath, like you, you know, it's, it's, she's all for that. So like, you know, if you get them cramps one day and you want them to go away, take a little stick CBD. A CBD. Is it like Summer's Eve? Stick a CBD dildo up there and maybe it'll help you. I'm writing it down. Okay, anyone listening, if you'd like to sponsor the self love CBD dildo, <laughs> um, hit me uh, up. You and you know, well, I want to add. I already got a podcast. I already got a podcast <laughs> that we can use to promote the CBD dildos. Um, yes. Learning. <laughs> oh, I um, yeah. That's cool. So I, I, I mean, I, we could talk for hours and hours and yeah. hours, which I totally want to, and we totally will at some point, but there's a lot here. And of course, there's a wealth of information on the Higher Learning Podcast. How can we find the podcast? You can find us um, on, online at aslab.co. That's aslab.co. It's the same for our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and we're on Stitcher. Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. iTunes, yes. Spotify, yeah. Stitcher, and iTunes. But definitely follow us on Instagram, IG, yeah. Absolutely. We got some goodies on there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. I, I love your, your Insta. So for y'all that don't know, you know, Will and Francis, they do, like, graphic design and 
That should yeah. be tight, like all the time. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to do some of my Instagram. Um, <laughs> right, we can do a takeover. We can do a takeover. Yeah, yeah do a takeover. Yeah, that'd yeah. be so dope. Oh my gosh, self love, uh, cannabis thirty the cannabis takeover. Amelia's what? cannabis Yo. challenge, yeah. where y- yes, y'all yes. guide me through <laughs> to like to like reprogram my um. You know, oh, that would be a good episode. Time. We were thinking about recording, um, you know, when we get back, kind of having starting our, our YouTube channel. Maybe we can do your first time with us, mm-hmm. guided yeah. cannabis. Think about it. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it. How happen. do you feel now, Amelia? Do you feel like um, a little bit different about cannabis, or how are you feeling? Thank you for asking that. Um, I, I mean, I definitely do, and. I think too, what happens that creeps in is like, just like with anything else, as I learn more, it's like the people around me still, you know, like they they weren't on this conversation, you know what I mean? So it's like, how do I talk to them? I mean, I, I would just talk to them about it and just be like, anyway, this is what I've learned. I've, I've definitely feel a lot better about it. And I, I, I have a little bit of grief and sadness to be honest, because it's like, it's really sad when the wrong people that are in power like twist something and like cannabis is just one of the many things that have been twisted especially in our current you know socio-political environment there's just things that get twisted all the time Mm -hmm. and it makes me really sad i think that's another reason why i'm conflicted not because of how i feel about it but just like it brings up a lot of sadness to think about the topic of cannabis and how it, that really underscores like the racial inequity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like in a big way. And Absolutely. that makes me sad every day, mm-hmm. um, multiple times a day. And I think about, you know, even now, now that it's becoming more like legalized and more like openly talked about and widely accepted, it's like, you still look at who's succeeding mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. businesses oh, yeah. while there's people mm-hmm. still in jail for like, right. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And yeah. so, Mm-hmm. It's like it, it just brings up all these other layers. And mm-hmm. um, I definitely am so happy that we did this. The work that y'all are doing is so great with your podcast to just Thank keep you. having these guests on and putting the information out there, starting to, to hear. And we're going to change that. that shit. We're going to change know. that narrative, girl. We're going to change that. Narrative. That's what I'm saying. We'll, we'll talk offline about this YouTube channel. We'll mm. probably have to do another episode to talk about it so we could like plug the YouTube. <laughs> so down. So down. Yeah. As we wrap, what's one thing you'd want to leave the listeners with? Maybe a next step for like the newbies who are maybe like where I'm at as it relates to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe a next step for the people who are where y'all are at. Ooh. I think a good introductory if you want to listen to our episode is um, the one we had episode 28 healing. Okay. So we talked about our history behind it, how Mm -hmm. we, how we used it before and how our attitudes and views change over time as we learned about the health benefits and how we're using it now, which is in a more healthier um, side of things where we just use it um, for, for those health benefits and when we need it and our intentions behind it. And we give advice on, you know, first timers as far as, um, set your intentions, um, you know, do your research, know where you're getting your weed from, know the source, right? Mm-hmm. So be careful about that, you know, because there aren't a lot of good shit out there anymore. 
So um, really be aware of where you're getting it from. You know, just just do your research, do your due diligence. Because if you really are interested, like with anything else, like with yeah. anything else, exactly. Because if you're interested in using this as a tool to better yourself, it is an amazing tool to do that. But like everything else, it really comes down to moderation, right? It's like it's life. You walk the middle, you know. Yeah. And that's sort of what helps us keep our balance too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would add um, a next first step would be to support Amelia's venture on the CBD dildo. I think that'd be a great. <laughs> That's, for the That's the next step for the experts. And for the- that, I mean, hey. Sponsorship. Let's get this Self going. Love. Yeah. So, I don't really like. But yeah, I would deal. piggyback off of what, uh, what Francis said. It's just all about moderation, about your intention, and just start. Like, start small. You know, you don't have to go all overboard and, and do all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you experience uh, paranoia, that might be because you did too much of it. Mm-hmm. Going back to, like, the whole, like, like inequality in the cannabis industry, I would definitely say support the businesses that you want to support in terms of, like, yes. you know, shop local, shop small, yeah. or shop, like, women-owned businesses or people of color businesses. They need your support, you know. Like, support. it's not going to change if we keep supporting the big companies that are, like, you know, mainly white or mainly this or that like we have to support our people yeah yeah Yeah. bring them um do that too lift your tribe i think we always say yeah yeah how can we like how can we find that out like would we just search it and like yeah you know what's interesting there's a lot of oh there's a lot and what's happening is through our instagram we are connecting with these same people you know people of color queers um you know who are changing the conversation and we want to see ourselves reflected there you know and the cannabis space right now the ones that are really being successful are owned by you know big companies you know like we said you know cis straight white people Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and we you know and i think it's about time that we kind of change that and and really are part of what our mission is to kind of really lift those people and and showcase them you know people of color women we were very big on that queer individuals so that's that's who we are it's it's part of who our mission is so absolutely support support your people you know and support the marginalized people and do the work it takes to find them you know yeah do your research we're we're not there yet where they're like the big name you know the big Mm -hmm. box store type deal and so it's a matter of really doing the research to find them and i know for me when i look for things to become a patron of i'm always looking for for that yeah well yes, thank man. you so much you. this was dope af and so much fun uh, we gotta we do this in you. person i know we will <laughs> in a month in a um month. and yeah. we'll have a celebration episode eventually once we have this sponsorship for the uh self-love cbt CBD uh, yeah <laughs> i love it every episode <laughs> we ever do together there's always like a, t- a tag like a through line. <laughs> but thank you so much for making thank the time. You. you know, we got Orange County, Los Angeles, Vietnam in the house. What, what? And to you listening, thank you so much. Take a look at the show notes, click all the links, do your research. I love you so much. This has been Courageous Self Love, the official podcast for the self love revolution. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and we are out for now. Hey, if you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash I'm going mad.